2: video game with teenagers and so sometimes I'm like who's a teenager here in this battle out here (laughs) who who was doing this and who was doing that and it was hilarious it was such a great time, (laughs) and it was a real blessing it was fun to be in our own environment those of you who came we had guests who showed up friends who showed up and those who were there for sunday service so thank you very much uh if you watched church in the beginning you heard a big 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 announcement <laughs> and that being that we are looking at purchasing property. property here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, dropping some roots into our own land. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm from Pennsylvania, some roots. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Nebraska, some roots.
0: <laughs>
2: in the ground, here in and and uh, taking this thing to the next level. So. Stay tuned for how you can get involved with not just your prayers, but your money in making that happen. Uh, it's, it's fantastic, the amount of space and how that much space is three times the amount of space that we have now with our combined location and the monthly notice is the same as what we're paying for for And so it's just a phenomenal opportunity. This is property that we looked at when we were relaunching the church. It was on the market. So when we just launched the Come Home Campaign four or five years ago, and we went, and we're like, hey, you know how you know something is for you, but it's not the right time, and we thought, we walked in that facility, pulled up on the property, and knew this is it, and not now. I like talk with I see you him, know. but not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was like, oh, and then, of course, somebody else bought it. And and you think that uh, purchase is is final and whatever, and and you don't know, but, you know, you hold that word, you hold it in your heart, you protect it, you just don't really quite let it go. You might stop talking about it. Okay, I guess it wasn't for us, whatever. And so we come back around to all of this, and then what hits this year? Coronavirus. And a lot of real estate is on the market. And so it's, it's up on the market again. I'm not sure if it was on the market before that or not, honestly. But when we started looking, it was. And it went back and they had made improvements on the improvements that were already there. And so we thought, wow. I don't think that's awesome. And we're ready. We have this wild army of people, all members, in the conversation of the IT that are, like, mighty, mighty. They're strong and very courageous. So they're like, yeah, we can do it, sure. And uh, all bought in, completely bought into this vision. And it has been such an interesting year for us. I'm sure it's been an interesting year for you. And it is uh, mind-blowing to see, in such a short amount of time, your terrain can change, your options can change, but you have got to stay the course. If I could say anything today, I would say steady the course and what God has given you to do. We view signs of opposition as a sign that we didn't hear from God, a sign to do something else, a sign that we need to change the way he gave it to us to do, something that's more popular, something that's more palatable, a little easier, especially for Because you changed the game. You changed it. And there is nothing worse. And and Dr. Price has said this, and I was seeing it yesterday with somebody else on a whole other situation how when you buy into the wrong thing and the right thing walks into your life, you know you've missed it. You know you've missed it. And we were talking about that yesterday. Man, you're locked in on this, gotta have this, gotta have this, and the right thing, or person, or opportunity comes your way, and you are already bound up in the wrong thing, and you have to walk it out, and it's too late now, you're committed to the wrong thing, the wrong deal, you have to sign that paperwork to get into this thing, Had to partner with the wrong person, Had to jump in the wrong relationship, you have to leave the right relationship, or the right partnership, or whatever, and, and it's like, ooh, it's smoke too soon. That's our start running joke around here, that people jump out six months too soon of what God is doing. Or jump into the wrong thing six months too soon, and then the right thing comes. I would say, and, and this is a lesson to you me. Know, <laughs> uh, Dr. Party said, but wisdom wait waits. Oh, she said that. He probably said that. The other she and when, and the more you feel that impulse, the more you, now there's a difference between God telling you your window is closing and you having worked yourself up into an, a, a frenzy or a whatever, so this is why you have to walk in integrity, you have to have your shell cleaned out, you have to have medical Christ University, physical psychology, If your psychology is off. If your soul is in if you are in need of recovery, I need you to go right now right now, after the show, to www.price.university.com, physical psychology. You don't even have to enroll in the program to take that course. You want to set yourself free? You want to change the trajectory of where you are going? If you are that person who's like, I know I should be doing differently, but I cannot stop myself? That's the fun for you. You won't talk to <laughs> 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 Yeah, you have the you have some people with the some uh, Yes, it absolutely changes your life. But you have to be a lover of the truth. You have to want to have that truth and know that truth and be made free. To be set free, because if you don't remain excuses, you'll protect all of your dysfunctions, you will excuse away all of your addictions, and you'll stay right there, wanting God to somehow give you a different outcome when you won't do the work to produce a different outcome. This is why He gave us this here. We are, in the United States, we're a first world nation. I thought you are trying to change that behind me. God still. It's first And so there's a lot of things that we want God to rain down from heaven, He's like, go to school. You have the resources in your country? You, you want him to just, but I want an angel to come and touch me. I want God to do it if I go to your doctor. You have amazing insurance. Cash in on that. That's what you're paying for. Let the medical, because I put you in a land that provides the healing, that provides the resources, that provides that you invest. We hear so many stories of the miraculous hand of believe it audience that to your 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 uniquely will your unique type is supposed to work your emotions to get you killed someone and so it's actually not have a lot of that at all
1: how far away you've got and that we're numb to it, we're okay to it, we're numb to it. And when you get numb to something, give it position for it to be working alive. Because your attitude is, it doesn't bother me. You know? It doesn't bother me, so... You know? It doesn't bother me, so it can't be bad. You know how bad can it be? Then I'm okay. And I and I and so I realize that i said, saying, man,
3: I'm coming to this thing,
1: and you realize the things that we come to, and that we have committed. And then once you commit something, then you religionize it, and then because it you know once you religionize the thing, it becomes culture. The culture of your religion, and then from that point, you liberate from its sources, its roots, its and You can liberate. Isn't that wonderful? Remember we do? And then, well, they you turn around go to church and go to again, and now we're We have a problem in the body of Christ where we think we can Christianize everything but the Lord himself as we destroy. So we're on this Christianization campaign, and this campaign, this campaign is living on this okay, it's okay, this is fine, this is fine, because we've got a liberation movement going on here. And we think that it's liberating freedom in Jesus. We don't understand that the tactic is to liberate us from Jesus. From his ways, from his thoughts, from his ideas, from his feelings, from what he was tried. This man came to earth with not only to save us, he came to earth with 10, 10 or 8 but it was not. He had to taste what he was empty. What a sucker. You know, a I'm putting you thinking, you know, I'm praying for you know, I'm telling you to see. Oh my God. I'm thinking this is really ridiculous. But, I mean, he, came, he said he came to taste death for everyone and, uh, and to taste God's world of life. So, because you know, you think that Jesus is sending people to hell. I think he is brave, saying, wait a minute, I'm sitting back right to hell, I built hell, I created hell, and so I was hell, I'm going to the But I created hell, I should know what hell was like. When he came to hell, you know, the angels who were sitting in hell didn't know what it was about, so they got to. So you remember, they didn't know what that hell went wrong. It's kind of like, you know, I saying, what's right?" Right. The you know? And so, um, and this is the same thing. What are hell? What is things? And so these angels are like, Well, yeah, know. And I'm sure they were stunned and they woke up and found themselves in a place. They couldn't get out of totally powerless, totally innocent, but you couldn't tell them that God had another plan. The problem would you think they think that this is God's third program? You know, they think God has never dealt with libertine Christianity. But let me just take a little piece of silence that Okay? But the first martyr, of Christian, was killed by libertines. Jesus was killed by the synagogue of the libertine. Does anybody think that's very victorious? And yet today, Today we're talking about this. But today we talked about the woman that told that when they found out they couldn't break the statement that the church, the communists, the Marxists, and the uh, liberty doctrine. and they made them, and you've it's hard to believe them so far back that these uh, leaders didn't think it, didn't know it. So every time you say mere are religious, remember Marx. Every time you say that is religious, that is legalistic, just remember how Marx and remember the socialists and remember that because that is what they did for so the found God. If you can't break the people of the God of the land, then you've got to change them from the God of the land. And they don't know it. And so everybody's going to fight Why are we tattooed? too Because you're free. That's a libertine doctrine. Oh. Why are we pissed? That's a libertine doctrine. Isn't that why are we new? Why are we immodest? they the libertine doctrine. Because they knew that if they broke their Satan he came from God's world. But so I read he came from God's world. Does anybody know? He came. And so he came from God's world. What does he know about God's world? He knows what he did. This is what he He knows what works. And if it works in the spirit, then it will work in the flesh because it's a special place. the who okay, says, for whom you get yourself, Okay, that one becomes your God. And I, I say that, i I, I read in And so, we, and so, this is the first thing they did. They took us out of the Bible. They made us just the Bible. Everybody, you know, when people said this to me, they said, I uh, know uh, said it. I just, you know, uh, this is, I have a pretty my name. I said, what's your paycheck? The textbook, it's a decree your address on your house, the mail you got, what's the baby doing that mail. The mail you got, tell me what in this world that is transmitted or communicated is not written by Tell me, so, because I'm trying to figure that out. And so you already sold the church on that? Right? Yeah. cause the Bible was written by away. Right. Are you kidding? So it's a matter for the church you wear. The things that took the church out are embarrassing. We don't read them. It is embarrassing to see how easy it was to separate us from our faith, how like these Christians are. And like, at least
2: then, I was thinking. And even now, it's, it's very easy when we talk about things like Black Lives Matter, and Black Lives Matter is so upfront <laughs> about when it first rolled out several years ago, It was much more covert. You had to dig it out and find it out that, no, they're really not what they say. Now, Mm -hmm. who did extra, extra read all about it? And how many Christians still are like, I don't care about that. That's not the part. That's not the part that I believe in. That's not the thing that I stand for. And I believe this and I believe that. And how how many leaders did that? Was the the last episode we did, that question came up. About the minister, <laughs> and how um, leaders are leading their
3: people
2: into the support and endorsement.
1: Oh I'm not going to say that he doesn't, but I will say this. When he said that, I, my mind went to, I, met, I mean, I went down to a list of folks that have been, whatever. You think about how many, do, how many of them have longevity in the truth. Wow, Think about it. How many? I, I bet, but it just, just not going to change the message. Not going, We're looking at, at, at right now, Jake's doing yoga in his church. Black men change the message. Jake's daughter pushing yogurt. Yes. Black men changed the message. Can we just yes. talk about that? We look at all of the black folks talking about it's okay. All right? Black men changed the message. And he kept telling me, he said, we try to get behind them. And it's not like Kevin was talking. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. But it's something about, about the message of Christ that doesn't penetrate our skin. Like there is an insulation between the truth of the gospel and our ethnicity, and we feel like our ethnicity gives us the right to to change the message or to detract from it or to just totally vacate the message. Something about that. I like being a black woman. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't changing no message. I haven't changed it in 35 years. Since 1982, God's been talking to me, 1985, and you know why? Because I understand Jesus Christ, and I'm not looking for a Christ of the flesh. I'm looking for the Christ who said, let there be, Paul said, let the God that commanded the Son. Anybody hear me? Yes. And so, but he said it, I'm telling you, black folk change the message. I'm watching people, mm-hmm. myself, folks I started out with, change the message. Mm-hmm. Because if we, we use our ethnicity as justification to turn on God, to betray God, to craft another God. That is why we're where we are today, the ethnicity of our flesh. And so we think, so God brings us in and all of a sudden, he can't, we can't trust him because of our ethnicity and his ethnicity. Is that true? That's where we are. We're, okay, so uh, Jesus, um, okay, well, I was black, I was really going to be a Christian until I found out that Jesus wasn't black like me. Thank you. Not and all of the Buddhists did either. None of them are like you. We're going to talk about that, but you're going to talk about this here because the path is not on us. The attack is all, the whole attack on Western culture is about the church of Jesus Christ, about Christianity. And I'm going to keep saying it because a lot of y'all think it's about politics. You think it's about culture. It is not. It is about a God war that says, I'm taking over this land. And so systematically, all of those dead gods that Jesus destroyed on the cross have come into the Western world to say, I'm snatching you from Christ. I'm taking this from Christ. And we think it's a new move. Come tell you something. going me hit a bell. Hit that up. You got it. Hit it. Thank you. Let me tell you.
3: (laughs) Okay. And now you understand.
1: And so, because one of the things that we have got to come to terms with is that Jesus Christ cannot be a single color resurrected. Because he embodies the entire pattern and pattern of every creature He is as much a lion as he is a lamb He's as much a lamb as he is a dove He's as much a goat as he is any other creature Because he literally is the one who has the embodiment of all creation I'm going to do a teaching called creation is human Uh, Excuse me, creation is a being because it is. Creation is a being. It is not a thing. It is not an object. The cosmos is a being. And when we look at how it behaves, that's why we, we're struggling with the two personalities, good and evil. Those are personalities. Those are personas. So when we think about it, Jesus can't be a black or white man. He can't be a red man or a blue man, pink man or an orange man. Guess what? He cannot be any of that. Hallelujah. So I need you to recognize that this is, all of this here is about a takeover of the, the Lord Jesus Christ's success, and it is not new world order. Y'all need to stop saying that, and let's go back, because when you key it in, they'll tell you, it's D.C., it's before Christ. They want to act like Jesus never incarnated. They want to act like that he never got on the cross. They want to act like he acted as if he never uh, rose from the dead. He did not do it. And because, he, they, because immediately they went into damage control when they realized that Jesus Christ took over everything. Everything. So I'm sitting here because I have this whole thing I wanted to talk to you about. Whatever. We might not talk about that today. Bless be God. Because we are working. You know, we're working to make it happen. But tech, you know, tech is, tech is, well, tech, I don't even know. Let me see. I'm trying my best to, to it should be, but it isn't. So we're not, uh, the Lord gave me a word for you all today, so I'm trying to get it together. I bought a new laptop, because you know what? I paid all this money for this little surface. No, I'm telling you, I paid a, a more money than you'd pay for an everyday laptop, and this puppy always embarrassing you, always not delivering, always cutting off when you're in front of people. Like, I'm on broadcasting now. Why is it not working? Now, tell me why it wants to do an update. I have a clock that says that you shouldn't do an update. So why are you not doing that? I'll tell anybody. I'm telling you two things I am looking forward to when I get my new laptop, and that is, you know, it's a good old-fashioned laptop. It is my favorite. HP. I have had HP all my days, and I promise you I never had a problem with an HP. Never. And I've been at this thing for a long time. Good old H P. So I'm telling you right now, free commercial. (laughs) See, if I was talking about uh, disparaging something I never did, that's one thing. This is my experience with this, and this is the second one I've had. Now tell me why I bought it again. I can't even explain. I didn't like the first one because it always turns off. It's always something. I don't know yeah. what it is. My daughter says, Mom, you want it to do too much. I said, well, then I'm going to go where it can be done. Yeah. I'm going to Brother HP. And then
2: you can have 92 files. Yeah, and they're going to love
1: me. They're going to be, be there. We got, and I'm telling you. got the,
2: the mother of all.
1: Yes, that. I did. I went and bought that. Yes, I did. And you know what? I, and it cost me a third of the price of this. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: One third of the price. Yeah. I thought, see, try to be trendy and fat. Sometimes when people have a lot of commercials, you think that means they're good. Maybe they have a lot of commercials because they're not. Just theory. Just theory. I'm theorizing. Let's that inventory. So I'm sitting here, and, and I remember being in front of a huge audience. I had nine, I wasn't in front, forgive me, God. I remember being in front of a huge audience or getting ready to be in front of it, and I'm sitting in my hotel room, kid you not, and I am working hard trying to get the final, you know, final pieces of this. And um, when I finally get it done, and I'm ready to save this thing, I promise you, I was so not ready. And it says, update now. I promise you. And it's a 30-minute one, right? 30-minute. It was 30 minutes.
2: Operating system update. Okay? The
1: whole puppy was too upset. Now, God, I said, when I tell you I was too upset, and I'm sitting there, because you know you can't really stop it.
2: No, no, because they tell you, do not unplug. Where's your dad?
1: When I tell you,
2: I was so upset, I did
1: not know what to do. And I said to God, I said, God, please help me. And he couldn't. He was like, it's got to do Okay? So now I've done all of this here work and carrying on. Here I am. And we are praying that it's going to work. Now let's see again. Give us the word. But because God wants to, if this is part of oh, what we're yeah. You know, part, I like being on Facebook because you can say stuff like that. You know, you could say, "Well, you know," because people get on Facebook, uh um, whatever this lean over underwear, jammies, cattle, kind of, and they and folks like, "Yeah, go for it, brother, go for it. <laughs> uh huh. I said, "Um, I said to God, I said, okay." So this is really an interesting thing. This is where I am right now. Um, But I do want you all to know what God's talking to me about, and I think we are kind of leading into it. I got a word from the Holy Ghost about principalities and powers. You know we've been on the global apocalyptic prayer campaign. You remember that? Yeah? Okay. and. So when And the idea, the permit of a global apocalyptic prayer campaign is this, that everything that happens on earth has to have a spiritual and a heavenly igniter, and it has to be tested. You know, the Bible said God's word was tested seven times. Now, I don't know who tested his word. I don't know who gave him the A. I can't even figure out how he did it, who he submitted it to. But he said it was tested seven times which means we can trust it. Now, you're going to hear a whole lot of crazy things about Scripture, but remember, when people are attacking God or attacking Christianity, because sometimes they don't attack God, they attack Christ, you understand that it is about Jesus' triumph on the cross. Now, why is it that the enemy is allowed to do that? Frankly, because God himself doesn't want a repeat of heaven's message. We don't understand how much God has insulated himself from a repeat of Lucifer's rebellion. And we don't understand how thorough he intends to be to make sure it never happens again. We are so not clear on what that's about. And so when you think about it, when you think about why is God like that? Why do we have death on earth? Because we have death in heaven. Why do we have hell because hell existed before the earth. You have to understand these kinds of things. So, everything earth, earth is literally a, a, a model of the prototype where God experienced all he needed to experience. His world suffered all it needed to suffer. Because we ask, like, what they, Jesus doesn't know. His world suffered everything that they needed to suffer, and he perfected it. Perfected meaning I got every infection out, every in, everything. I purged it. He purged his world. Now, the final purging of his world had to include us because we were going to end. We were not yet there, but we were, we're entering there. So the cross is what brought us in to that perfection. Now, you know that's good stuff. And so he brings us into it through Christ. Well, how do I know that? Well, because it says that Jesus, pur- Jesus literally sanctified, purged, Redeemed, you name it, because it's there several times. Everything that's in heaven and on earth. But he's on earth. What does heaven have to do with earth's sin? What does heaven have to do with earth's, have, have do with earth's uh, problems? I mean, heaven's perfect, isn't it? Heaven's wonderful, isn't that nice? Right? So when you see Jesus hit the planet talking about, I saw Satan all as lightning from heaven. Don't just look at that and say, wow, that's interesting. No. He's telling you, I'm here because he's here and I'm here because of what he's doing here. And so he he is literally telling us, I came after we did all of this in our world. Because the Bible said, But he has worlds by whom he made the worlds. So God, and we want to tell people, why did people die? They died because spiritually they were dead. God said that to Adam, the day that you eat from this tree, you will surely die. When you look at the word surely, it includes punitively. Isn't that great? I just absolutely I love stuff like this. I get excited when I get to go through this because once I, I see Christianity didn't make any sense to me with these three and a half years. That's why I wrote the book Before the Garden, because three and a half years was not enough to explain all this going on and all of the questions and all of the concerns and all of the issues and the, and the, and the battles against Christianity. So we couldn't justify being, uh, becoming a certain thing or even believing in Jesus for an extended period of time, because a man only lived three and a half years, or rather he only ministered three and a half years, he lived 33 uh, years and changed, and then he dies as a criminal. That's pretty hard on some faith, especially devil faith. Going through it, and he started taking me, he started with letting me know all of the passage when he says, I'm not of this world, you are of this world, I came down from heaven, you are of this world, I'm from above, you must be born again, born again of, of by the spirit and the the water, blood of Christ, first spirit and water. When you think about it, because water being the word, when you think about it, the man is telling you on every which kind of way that this is not an earthly issue. This is not a ground issue. We actually were brought into it. We were brought into it when Adam sold us out. And so I, when I think about, and I love doing this, I love going through it, and I realize we, we, we can't tell people where death we can. We can't tell people where wars come from because, you said where comes wars and fighting but Heaven had war, and it didn't say it had a war. That means it was an extended combat. It didn't say it had a war. It said heaven had wars, And so I I was looking at this, and I thought, mm, God, I need to understand how this works. So when I looked at this, and he said, I'm looking at now. I want to read you. I'm so glad I can do this. I'm, I'm just taking advantage of all my liberties. Please, um, that you will surely die. And it's an interesting thing when you look at the word for die there. And it's obviously must, uh, must, depending on how you're going to say it, M-U-T-H. And it's H-4191. But listen to this. It says to die as a penalty or be put to death to perish even, listen to this one, to die, perish as a nation. He carried all nations in him. To die prematurely by neglect of wise moral conduct. Surely died To kill put to death or to dispatch death as a killer. To be killed, um, and again, puts it to death. Do you understand that when he said you shall surely die, he's letting him know death is not a normal course of the creature I made, but it is the normal course for the creature that rebelled against me. So here we are. We're sitting here thinking you shall surely die. Now, why is it that he died from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Why, why no other tree? Why that tree? Because he had the tree of knowledge. But the knowledge of evil is not just an academic thing, at least for him in the garden. It wasn't just academic, it was genetic. Because he literally learned how to die. And he he was taught Satan taught him how to die and then taught him how wonderful death is. Now, he hasn't had a, a, a tough day in his life, but taught him how wonderful it is to die. And so as we, we, we go forward in this and we begin to talk about it, we begin to talk about spiritual protocratics. I've been working on a book, must be 10 years, I don't know. I bet you all didn't think I had a book that I was working on 10 years. I got several. And I wrote, 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 um, was working on this book because it's about God's unseen powers. We talk about spiritual powers. We talk about prince, uh, prince kings and thrones and dominions and principalities and spiritual homes. We talk about that, and we talk about it as if they're Santa Claus and elves. We don't really believe they exist, because if we believed they existed, we would have an entire different mindset on our behavior and our conduct, but also on our spiritual alliances and our spiritual supports, choices, advocacy, if you will. So we're talking about if we really believe that angels existed because the saints have more faith in devils and demons than angels because in their mind, they're in a world that God has condemned and doomed to darkness. And so you're born, angels, devils, and demons are first. They come first in your life. That was what Adam saw. They start first. You're born into mortality. The moment that, that baby is conceived in the womb, it begins to die. How else could you get stillborn birth? So death is in the sperm and it's in the egg. So, and now think about it, because we don't really believe it. We don't believe that. And if you don't believe that God is God, then you will not believe that all, all of his truths that he's telling you. So Jesus comes, and he brings that truth to earth, and he brings the story. Now think about it. Even with the revelation, Jesus has to come to the planet via an angel to show John what happening before time. Christianity will make very little sense to you if you don't tap into the pre as well as incarnate Jesus Christ because it's his pre life and existence that explains to you why we live the way we are and why the creator and the maker of all things have decided I have to come to earth to fix this. He had to come to earth to make Adam's course. I know, we, didn't, we don't pay attention. He had to come to earth to make Adam's course because there was no other blood in creation that could bring us a life. Which is why he has to come back to earth to redeem us. Because only the blood of our progenitor can do it. You say, but Dr. Christ, it doesn't say that. Yeah, it does. It says the blood is the life of all flesh. It does not say that,
0: that everything,
1: you can't eat the blood. God talks about blood over, 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 over again throughout Scripture. When God breathed into Adam, I've said this before. I don't know what teachings, but listen, my folks to find them. But when God breathed into Adam, the breath of life, blood came spirit in the blood. Blood came with his breath. because it was a corpse. So where did he get the blood from? So he did to get it from Satan. He had none. That's why he needed Adam's blood to come back to life. That's why when you look at these uh, these pagan movies, these zombie movies and all of that, they're all telling you that the Satan lost his life blood. And he needs humanity's life's blood to do anything in this world Because remember, I keep saying that When we meet him, he's in a swamp Him and his one-third angels And whatever else they had The army that they threw out um, Because we realize We just think about the one-third angel But they had a whole army And God had to battle them And we keep thinking that Jesus didn't exist before he incarnated We all, don't we think that? When he came into being There was an um, 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 Amazon they have how Jesus became God. They got this naked man just out oh, there. I said, "Oh yeah, you are a devil. You got to be a devil." Because one thing God is about is clothing. That madman of Godel was naked when we talk, when Jesus got done with him, he had some clothes. That woman was thrown in the naked because God is about covering. And why is he about covering? Because he knows what the devils do with nudity and how they need it. But that, that was free. So I said, the bell ringing when you need one. Okay? <laughs>
3: and
1: and you're like, I can't win, right? <laughs> She's like, I cannot win. So God started having me talk to you about spiritual protocratics, which goes along with the apocalyptic elect offspring. Because if we don't wrap our head around God's world and his experience with his creation, in that world, nothing about Earth makes sense, and nothing about Christ and Christianity makes sense. When you realize that Revelation says that that the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ, it calls Him Christ. First Corinthians it calls Him Christ, and then in, uh Revelation and the, pre-Christ. I'm talking about pre-carnate Christ. So that means He was a, he, Jesus has always been a sovereign. He's always done that. He came to earth to be a savior. Hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm telling you this is amazing. This is an amazing thing, and we have to do it. And I'm telling you right now, if you're feeling the pressure I'm feeling, let's push back on this darkness because this is crazy. I want you to understand this is truth, and the devil what doesn't want you to know truth. You know, we went through an era where when people were trying to unveil Satan and trying to expose him, we were like, every time you turn around, you're preaching about devil. I'm like, every time you turn around, you're feasting on him. Every time I turn around, you're feasting on him. You got devil wear. Devil hair, devil jewelry, devil visions, devil television, devil fetishes, devil this, devil that, every time I turn around. Because guess what? Until you leave this world, until you, until you realize that, so, you can't exercise your authority. You run into movies talking about devils, and I couldn't preach it? you got to be kidding me. You're paying millions of dollars to finance that fallen spirit you got your kids out there, your daughters are walking away, walking around wearing hoochie boochie wear and you talk some <laughs> little tiny behinds wearing Nova pants. You talking about you God, where's my kid? Walking around there with the bellies out, little tops on and whatnot, you strip with that's devil wear. Don't tell me about talking about a devil. I'm gonna need you to, you need me to tell you that you're dressing your child up for a devil. But you're calling it fashion. When you go and research fashion, they're going to tell you, we serve devils. We go to devil meetings. We, have, we get devil vision. We go and get devil patterns. We find out what the devil's like. We make clothes for them so that they will be manifested in the flesh because they have no bodies. That's why they keep trying to perverse to corrupt ours. They're disembodied. That's what they lost by losing their bid for power in God's realm. And so, yeah, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. And you don't don't even start with me about every time you talk about a devil, because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to look at your outfit and say, where do you think that came from? I'm going to look at your haircut, you your shave the sides of your head. Where did that come from? I'm going to look at your, your 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 male haircuts on a female. Where did you get that from? I'm going to look at your jewelry. Or I'm going to ask you, where would you get that from? I'm going to look at your need to sniff and sip something that came from a devil. I'm going to ask you why. Because I don't know where they were in the 80s, and I don't know where they were in the 90s, and I don't know where they were in the 2000s, but I know where I am in 2020. And I'm telling you right now, you think you're fighting a battle against the your, your, your Christian liberty. You're not. You're fighting for a devil. You're fighting for his right to promote himself through you. You're fighting for his right to promulgate his theology and his laws. That is what you're fighting for, devil, because Jesus said, if you're not with me, you're against me. It's very cut and dry in God's realm, and it's cut and dry in devil's realm. They just dress it up, and they do a whole lot of synonyms and and all of that kind of stuff, but you need to rest assured that when when you stand before God, your devils are not going to be there with you. You're going to stand there alone. You won't even have your body to deceive you. So you won't have those fleshly perceptions. You're going to stand before God as your soul and what your soul is composed of. You're going to stand before God with your soul either full of light or full of darkness. And you understand darkness can't rise. I'm just saying. Because you got it in your mind that, okay, so I'm not religious. Heaven doesn't have a religion, devils do. Devils invented religions when they took over the planet after God made, after they had the sons of God creating the, and procreating with the daughters of men. Devils created religion. That is, a, Look it up, don't take my word for it All of those fallen gods had to come up with some way To gain worship as deities Because they actually were fallen angels So when you start talking about Us being different from the world No, the world is a religion They have, they call them world religions That's what they're trying to put us into We are not a religion We are redeemed We are a redemption We are bought back from devil I just want to say that So don't tell me that so I don't have to do nudity Because when I got bought back God clothed me so devils wouldn't look at my nudity And assume that I was either serving them Or I was tempting them (laughs) Devils came up with nudity Devils came up with naked women Devils came up with women doing the, the, the serpentine walks and whatever Devils came up with that That did not originate with Christ See, back then, folks were like, I don't care. The Bible said half of them didn't know what the Bible said. I'm telling you what it said. The Bible says in Proverbs 7, there is the attire of a harlot. Prostitutes have a, a, a signature look. So when you get your friend to the, all oh, she talked about is devils, you need to look at your friend and then look at their house. Look at the uh, look at the artwork that they have. Look at the accessories on the wall. Look at their de- uh, what they call art deco. Travel around in the buildings. Many of these high, old high-power buildings have gargoyles and monsters and whatnot on them. So don't talk to me about that. You just fell in love with it because it's all you know. All you know. You have no idea how hard it has been for God to try to save us in a world where we were rightfully or at least illegally sold. And then trying to get that out of our spirits, out of our souls. You have no idea what it's like. Used to walking around, there talking about yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, cause you know the the sky it does have stars, so there is a the place for astrology. Devils came up with astrology, and they came up with astrology so that they can actually be worshipped when they entered and exited our realm, and they took on those names because those names were supposed to let us know what their benefices were, how they what they would bless bless humans with. And they also were locked into time slots. They all couldn't bum rushes at one time because they still wanted to have, I'm going to get there in a minute, they still wanted to have their places in the heavens, at least in the mid heaven. So astrology is not about the sign you were born under. It's about the devil who took your month. That's why the months are named after devil. See, those devils took your month. I'm going to be January, Janice. See, look it up. The days of the week, look it up. That's, all of that is letting us know what the Lord Jesus had to incarnate and come to the planet with and to deal with. So he had to, because of all of those spirits that decided to not keep their first estate, they breached the boundary and the barrier between their realm the God realm and the mortal
0: realm. We
1: are mortal because Satan entered Adam. I'm going to say that again because some of us don't know. See, but, uh-uh, I'm no. Let me just tell you. I'm no re See, because you know, I don't even have a. Oh, the yeah, I got one. There we go. See, that didn't even slap. See, I need something that's going to go to Right. There we go. Now that's a slap. See, we not have it. Got it now. I want you to hear me, because when this is apostles' doctrine, Uh, uh, what we were calling, what they were calling, I don't know. God, Jesus loves you, and whatever. No, no. Let me tell you, Jesus loved everybody from Genesis to Revelation, but it wasn't love that saved us. Only It's still love may have motivated him, but blood saved us. Because the problem was the blood. The problem was bloodline. As I was, we were praying yesterday about this whole virus thing, and God said, "Just please the blood." He said, "Cover the blood." He said, "It can't survive my blood." No. I said, "Oh, okay." That, see, you got that? I'm like, no, 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 no. He said, it's the same blood, and he started singing that old hymnal hymn, that it will never lose its power. I said, oh, well, we got to start with honey that it reaches to the highest mountain, and it flows to the lowest valley. It's the blood that gives me strength. From day to day, it will never lose its power. We forgot the blood. And he said, And he gives me strategies because when you listen, then God's going to give you strategies. He first dealt with frequency to let us know that whatever this virus is, it is maneuvered by frequency. Why would he say that? So the frequency is important, and the frequency is the name of Jesus. That's the one frequency they can't tap into, and they can't stop. That's why they need the churches now to open. That's why they need. And you know what? Because, honey, do they want Sunday morning, you want millions of people singing Jesus, Jesus, oh, the name of Jesus, Jesus is our Savior, blessed be the Lord. Uh, Who wants that? They can't because it was rocking their frequency. God says it was shattering their frequency. So now a woman said to me, 68% of the churches have not reopened. Who do you think that's about? I said, well, that's all right. I'm going to pick up the slack. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Call the name Jesus, Jesus. Hear name Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hear name Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. We needed a little frequency treatment there. No little frequency. Sometimes you just need to go head on with it. Hallelujah. You know? And that Because it is the name of Jesus. And, 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 and Satan knows that because it's the name that kicked him out. It's the name that defeated him in his war. It's the name that stripped him of his power. It's the name that snatched his power path out of his being. It's the name that killed him. Because, see, we think death is going to, to the grave and turning to dust. Not in God's realm. In God's realm, death is God pulling his power path out of you. I'm just saying, because we need to stop thinking like church folk. Everything is about church folk, and it's about your church experience. I want you to understand, if you never have anything, an experience with Jesus Christ, you, would, you become born again, you are still saved. That's why deathbed that people can get born again and never have a, a Christian experience, because you're dying. It would never lose his power. Jesus said that. He said,
3: it's will man.
0: But lose it's power
1: because it reaches to the high highest mountain What is it? What does it do? It blows to the low, low is And what else does it do? Well, it's the blood that gives me strength. How often? From day to day, it will never lose any of its power. See, it's the blood. We forgot the blood. Because God said, did, he said it to us last night after we prayed. I said, Holy Ghost, how do we pray? We need to know what to pray for as we ought to. Holy Ghost helps our infirmities, and that's when he started singing about the blood. I'm telling you, church, those of y'all still around, we're going to sing some blood talk. We're going to say Jesus and blood song, because that's the problem. The blood of Jesus is what passes us from death to life. The blood of Jesus is what establishes us as offspring of the Godhead. It was the blood of Jesus that's changed, and the blood comes first in your spirit. Why do I say that? Because it says that in Scripture. Your blood is in your spirit first. The Father's sperm contains the spirit. The spirit contains the blood. It's really, and, and science has proven it. They just don't want to talk about it. That's all right. They don't want to put Jesus in it, but I'm all right. I'm, they stay in their lane. I'll stay in my lane. And then the, so when you think about it, that is why God can inseminate Mary with his seed, with his own sperm. Oh, man, that's just, that's shitty, bro. He can inseminate her with his sperm and still say he's sinless. Why? He's sinless not because of what his mother's soul does, which is what gave him mortality. He's sinless because it's the sperm of the creator of the universe. The same bloodline that God gave Adam, the first Adam. So when we look at this, when we talk about spiritual protocratics, I want to talk about that the word protocrat means leading prototypical or primordial rulers. And I started teaching this, I can't even tell you how long ago. I'm just trying to tell you, I don't even know how long ago. I've been working it out, but when you think about protocratics, you have to know that before God had humans, he had to have custodians. See, there are custodians. We call them watchers. You know, and, the, and, and, and the, listen, I'm saying nobody because they know they're the watchers. For they folks. But we had watchers before they did. And they were watched while they were in the swamp. They were watched. The, the principalities and powers. We talk about principalities and powers, and we talk about them, and it's a shame you can't see the animation because you can see them coming down from heaven, landing in all of this stuff. But So we have the watchers. Now, what is their purpose? Their pur- purpose is to see to it that we don't self-destruct before God finishes the plan of redemption. So he has to regulate The darkness who established their principalities, their protocrats after Adam fell because they did not have license to do it before them. So when Jesus comes to the planet, he has an innumerable company of angels. Well, when God came to Sinai, there was, he said, Tens of thousands of his hosts God does not leave humans to their own devices I know they think they're free It's kind of like the teenagers and the kids You know, you, you know, you send your kids to school And you drop them off And then they go and do what they do And you just slowly drive behind them Not letting them know that you're there Watching them to see what they do How they do it And so God never left humans Because we lost our right For even self, self um Redemption or self rescue when Adam entered and when Satan entered Adam. Now, there's a passage in, in Job that I think is so powerful. It's Job 25 2. So you can write it down. I will read it aloud. And if you have one of those strange problems, it may be something else, but let me just tell you what it's worth. <laughs> Job 25 2. One of my favorite. have peace on earth until so there's peace in the heart Verse 3, is there any number of his army that upon whom does not his life arise? How then can man be justified with God? For how can he be clean that is born of a woman? Is that awesome? Behold, Jesus to the moon and this shine shine. The state is not pure in God. How much better man that is a word in the son of man. Now, this is so when you say, well, you know, that's not very true. Yeah, so we go back to the judge of the wrong people. You know, that's what he said. And if we eat for it, we don't have one good. But sometimes we, we work very hard to say these people were ignorant, but they were to. Um, of a different mindset. They were cool. But when Herod cut up and he wanted to preach this sermon so that people would think he's Jesus was it, or incarnate or reincarnate, that the angel smote him. The angel killed him and burned burned So it's not about worms, but it has a lot to do with sin and death. Because Jesus talked about hell, but the worms died not. Think about this because this is this is amazing. Dominion and fear are with him. He makes peace in his high place. When Jesus comes, what did the angel say? Peace on earth and quick will to him. Not only because Jesus came, but Jesus brings his own prison. Moses goes to Sinai to say the Lord comes to send the thousands of his saints. Three days, delta. You know. came <laughs> so, okay, before you That's a 4 And if we don't get our mind straight on the sequence and the hierarchy, But so you're going to say, hey, hierarchy, you know what hey, I mean? Hierarchy says, he's not up. Huh? Hierarchy drops him down. But <laughs> so he's going to tell you, hierarchy, he's not. <laughs> don't <go> hierarchy, don't do a hierarchy. He's going to tell you that because hierarchy puts you above it. We are above, Jesus brought us above all physicality and power, and every remains that the is it's an afterlife. And I've been, i am been, I've been able to finish the book in the room of spaces, and this time I take a long time. Like, like that. Like that. So the earth is not, it, the earth for He is given to the hands of the Son of the But he's not given us company, and dominion over over. Because
2: that dominion is only in its maker. Right, we are praised. and even in that, we have got to become Jesus, and we've got to behave as good.
1: Lord, to thank Oh, w- Some of them invitations So he goes to dinner And they treat him royally He gets to brag about his his. prophet is going to tell you why God is taking you out. Because a prophet is a prophet and God starts everything with the prophet. And The prophet, you know the thing that get, I got to hit a bell, come on somebody. The prophet, the man wasn't in the meeting when the assignment was given. We can say they were at least miles apart God speaks to this prophet inwardly. So why does this chief prophet know verbatim what God says? Because, because that's the nature of the prophet, physiologically, physiology, the prophet spirit. God tell, So the God is still using the wrong prophet. See, we just assume he doesn't use them. Now, he uses them for wrong. Okay? He uses them for wrong. Let's not be confused. Because if he's not going to kill him, he's going to use
3: him.
1: Balaam was as wrong as they came. Balaam actually set the standard for wrong prophets. Okay? It's important that you get this. So he said, thus said the Lord, I told you. And he verbatim tells that young prophet that he disobeyed God. He only did half of the assignment. See, the other assignment was to make it back home. Faithless, make it back home. That's the other one, you know. And so he tells him what he did wrong. Now, you lied to him and told him an angel told you to bring in the dinner, but now you can tell the truth and say, well, it shouldn't have come. Because when you are a prophet, you cannot just get enamored by the entire spiritual world. You've got to keep your mind stayed on Jesus. You've got to say, Jesus said. No matter what the Lord said, I don't care how many people come. I've had people come and tell me, I'm telling you, Dr. Christ, that ain't God. I'm telling you, I'm telling you this is God, and we will wait and see. We have a whole a clash going on in Jeremiah 28 with Jeremiah and Hanani, or Hananiah. Big old battle. And what did Jeremiah say? Well, if God does it, then you the one. But if he doesn't, know this. And so the hardest thing about being a prophet is to understand that there are many, many other prophets or many prophetic spirits and unclean spirits that want your soul. And in order to do it, they have got to keep you wondering if God said it. You know, for all the years, since I think I said it before, since the 80s, God told me Donald Trump was going to be president. I, at the time, he wasn't even 30. He wasn't 30. I didn't know him, had never met him, but we were, he was the, the hot young realtor that was buying up New York City. Some of y'all were there, and he was buying it up. And so God said to me, after, only after I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and I don't know if I was thinking on him or what, and he told me he was going to be president. Now, he told me again in the 90s, and then he told me again, and it's the same vision I have the same vision I'm telling you so I when people say to me well how do you know I'm thinking in the 80s so God has been building presidency in this man since the 80s he was building all of that now do I did I at that time I'm gonna tell you right now I barely voted for president okay? I was not a politician. I was not. I was. I was a registered voter, and I was a Republican because I never, never, ever agreed with Democrats. So I was all right with that. But really, and I remember thinking when he told me in the nineties, I remember thinking, but why? Because you think you think about you know when you think president, you think of, I don't even know because I wasn't voting for him. But he told me that <laughs> he did. When he started running the first time, I'm talking about staying on the first word. When he started running the first time and he dropped out, I said, well, I must have missed God. God said, "Wait, just wait. It's something when God can tell you something decades in advance. And you stay on it no matter what. I remember people that I know, you know, are Democrats around. I hope not. I do not about your hope. It's about the hallowed word of God. So and, and who in the world thought so? So when he, when he got back in the race, I was like, wow, God, I guess I did here. I got a journal somewhere in my house where I wrote the dream. I wish I could find it in Jersey. I don't know where it is. And so I'm not buying a plane ticket to find it. So when he starts running, and some of you all remember, and the church was having a fit, you know, he's not this and that. First of all, I want to tell you Christians, he's not a pastor, he's a president. President is commander-in-chief. If you're going to be a commander, you cannot be a pastor. You understand. Now, you can be a leader, you can be a serer, you can be a guard, but you need to understand that he was not running to be a chief pastor or high bishop in a church. He's running to be the commander-in-chief in a nation, a nation that was terribly under attack. So when he starts, remember I did the whole story on Jeff. God said, Well they said but well, he doesn't do I first of all I said America doesn't deserve better because y'all beat up everybody who say they want to run for anything. So you already said we don't ever want the the mountain the, 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 the subdued, the dignified. You all need ruffians. You've been Ruffians <laughs> <laughs> We got a media that can't do anything. Sometimes I advise him not to play. We're He is so God. Didn't, God didn't have the money. He said, "I say hundreds to God. How many?" devils who have afraid of divine being begin <laughs> to interject their will, their plan, and their death in God's case because they have certain members, of obligations as their own. I'm going to bring this But there, the reason is divination is why people are not divinations. I'm going to call Okay, fine. Okay. okay. But divination is me. Uh, the do Divine so being means out of flesh, not necessarily immortal. Because they're immortal and can replace it with a mortal divine being. Because it's what it is there. Jesus is a particular divine being. If you want to take this. It's for doing that. And thinking that somehow or another, waiting for a Christian we got a whole education system, uh, a whole of cultural teach that we are inferior. We are insignificant. And people we'll get it, you will always have that. You don't have a problem with the problem that. And in the end, they are educated in the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's think the gospel of their generation <laughs> <laughs> A lot of us we know the gospel of the generations that is, that's why they change Bible to this generation, of That's why they change scriptures to this generation, right? Anybody hearing me? So we but understanding that true apostles'
3: gospel
1: is going to start with God's book because that's where it all again. True apostles doctor is a pastor, and then there's are going to master begin with this. But in the beginning is where the mysteries are unfolded. But if you don't know this, that's why I, we have Christ University to begin to bring people back into what God is really saying and who God really is. Most things will not I tell you that God has responsibility to anyone but them, then right. when I tell you that God has obligations to the spirit realm, he says in Isaiah, to which of my creditors, God has creditors. People that he owes debt to, comments that he's waiting to fulfill, and still so they are, they are creditors. The future is that predator in his debtors. So he's got bills that he's got. Uh, We've got people that must be born to pay off promises. For example, he made a promise to Abraham, but it took the of being born and Rome, for God to say, I fulfill my word. And then it took them being in their own land for him to say, I fulfill my word. But poor Christians understand that God. even uh Christians talking about when there are abortion side I mean that's not a great thing but there are other issues. What else is more important than the what else is more important than, than the
3: mother deciding to slaughter her
1: innocent child, her unborn children because it is proceeding for her to have a kid. There is nothing more important than murder. I know we don't like to say it but it's murder. It's not just killing, it's murder Killing is you turn around, you drop the hammer off the roof, hit somebody in the head, and they die. That's killing. Murder is you plot and plan to go after someone down the street and take their life. You kill an animal, you murder a humans, So it's murder, and I know we don't like to say that because, but well, you know, a lot of Christian women have had abortions, and you need to repent and move on. You don't need to advocate it because you can identify them. Because Satan's is issue is destroy the human seed. That is what it is. Because he, remember, his origin, he lost. So his issue is to destroy the human seed. We're going to do it through abortion. We're going to do it through homosexuality. We're going to have all these seeds spread everywhere but in the womb for God to reproduce. We're going to do it in murder. We're going to do it through crime. We're going to do it through suicide. We're going to do it through, if this earth is about death. Everything, everything the darkness has to tell you is about death. Everything. There's not one thing that's not about death that doesn't mean for you to die. And that's where we are right now. Laws that support death. Nations that support death. You got people talking about, I'll say this as I get ready to wrap it up. You have people talking about we need to to control human population. These people who are attempting to t- they really think they're helping the earth, by controlling population. Now, you're dead. So we know you're one, p- one less person on the planet. So this is all about controlling human population and the food supply. I will tell you again, these are lies. These are all about destroying faith and destroying lives, because I'm going to tell you something. If you know that you're going to be in hell, and in hell you're going to be a king, guess what you want to have? A lot of subjects in there with you. Hey, it's time for me to wrap this up for Jesus and Father's show. I had a great time today. Pray for my computers and stuff. Pray for me to get my stuff out because it's important. One way you can help me get my stuff out is by sewing seed, the how to sew and what to sew and where to sew. It would be wonderful if you did. If you feel led of God to help us make this this transition into our own property for the first time in all my years of ministry, then definitely. Follow the instructions on the screen. In addition, you know what else I always say? So and share. Share, 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 share. I know I give you a lot of information, but you know what? We're a smart generation, so let's go on and take the hard thing, the deep that calls under deep. God bless you. See you Sunday at the Congregation of the Mighty, where
2: God stands.
1: You're going